Josh. And I'm Gabriel. And today on Reading the Gospel, we are studying the event, the applicants for discipleship. This is found in Matthew chapter 8, verses 18 through 22. Follow along with us. Now, when Jesus saw a crowd around him, he gave orders to go over to the other side. And a scribe came up and said to him, Teacher, I will follow you wherever you go. And Jesus said to him, Foxes have holes, and birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. Another disciple said to him, Lord, let me first go bury my father. And Jesus said to him, Follow me, and leave the dead to bury their own dead. There are people coming and wanting to be Jesus' disciples. We've seen this in the past, um, mm-hmm. you know, where where they're asking, where do you live? Um, or they're, they're wanting to join Jesus' school and learn of him and, and be part of his school of teaching. And here we have two more coming to Jesus. And uh, Jesus gives two responses. I'll follow you wherever you go, uh, one claims. And Jesus' response is, I've got no home base. Mm-hmm. I've got nowhere to lay my head. No place to teach disciples. Yeah. You cannot uh, sit on my feet in my house as uh, the disciples of the Pharisees were doing. Yeah. This is interesting. This is uh, a scribe. That means is one of those teachers of the law mm-hmm. from the people of Israel. He was attracted to Jesus Christ. He was captivated maybe by his sermons, his parables. And, uh, and he said, teacher, that is master, I will follow you wherever you go. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Jesus does not invite him to follow the way he invited the second person. The second person in the second part of this passage is a disciple. That means a part-time disciple, one of those who are following Jesus Christ between agricultural season or um, even in a small circuit in one of those uh, Galilean tours. And he comes to Jesus Christ with a very different request. Yeah. He said, Lord, um, I would like to be your disciple, but how about if I postpone this decision for later? Uh, First, let me fulfill my responsibilities towards my family. Yeah. That means to bury my father. And uh, uh, burying your father was a fundamental responsibility, but if your father is still alive, and maybe if your father is healthy, that means you, you are planning to postpone this for a long, long time down the road. Yeah. And Jesus Christ said, follow me. So this uh, person is invited in the same way Matthew and Peter and John and Nathaniel were invited to follow Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And the first one who really wanted to follow Jesus Christ is not invited. Yeah. Why is that? The only possible answer is that the second explained the motivation, but the first one did not explain it. Mm-hmm. So maybe the motivation was wrong. So that's the reason Jesus Christ did not invite him. The second, the motivation was not appropriate. He was wanting to do something, but wanted to postpone it. 
and Jesus Christ said, follow me now. In other words, reverse the priorities of your life. Put me first in your life. Uh, start this um, journey of discipleship and uh, the Lord will take care of the rest. I wonder what happened to these two individuals because we, we always assume that, hey, they didn't. Jesus said this and they walked away, but it doesn't say they walk away. We, we have a par or we have an encounter later on in the gospel where a rich young ruler comes in and asks to, to follow Jesus. And Jesus gives him a list of what he needs to do. And it says he turned away sadly. Um, these people, they, they ask these questions. Jesus makes these statements. There's nothing that says that the first one doesn't follow or, or the second one goes home to, to bury his father. Um, they could have gone along and they, they, he could have been like, oh, okay, um, I, I need to fully commit right now. Because of the very next verse, it says his disciples got in the boat and followed him. Um, we we don't know all the details around this, but what is important is when we are called to be disciples of God, we are called to this full commitment. Um, it, it needs to be the first priority in our life, uh, not not something that we do when we're done doing everything else. Yeah, I wanted to to touch this. Uh side of this topic it seems that the words of Jesus Christ might be a little bit harsh or at least too direct but whatever Jesus Christ said was somehow clear the standard of following Jesus Christ is quite high mm -hmm. Jesus Christ will accept you when or uh, if you put him number one in your life so my question is how should we set today this standard of discipleship? I, I think um, the standard of discipleship should go out to all. That's, that's my opinion, that you know we're casting this broad net, but we don't water down the requirements. We need to keep that high standard, the same high standard Jesus had, that this is an all-in commitment. When we become a Christian, we this is the number one priority. It's not it's not even second to our, our marriage. This should be the very first priority in our life. Um, and we need that standard because being a Christian where you're, where there are other things that are more important doesn't work. And uh, I think that there are steps to take to get to this point. Mm -hmm. In the beginning, like Matthew chapter 11, 28 says, we hear the invitation of Christ, come to me. If you feel that uh, you're carrying a, a heavy burden, and uh, if uh, uh, the guilt of your sin is crushing you down yeah. and you hear the invitation of Christ, come to me, you go to him, right? And you unload your load of guilt at the foot of the cross and you ask forgiveness. Uh, this is the moment when you accept Christ into your life. Mm -hmm. But to start a journey of discipleship, being trained, yeah, being, you know, led by Christ step by step is the next stage. Yeah. So it seems that Jesus Christ accepts everyone in the beginning, but he wants to sift those who might have a wrong motivation or those who want to postpone. And he waits for them until they are ready. But would you say discipleship is 
expected of all Christ followers, or discipleship is for a select few who want to go the next step? All of us are invited to receive Christ and to learn from Him and to learn how to lead other people to Christ, to be disciples who make disciples. Mm -hmm. But I think that happens in some kind of stages, yeah. at least in theory, practically, they overlap, they blend into yeah. uh, what we call life. But I think in the same way, our kids are growing, and for each stage of growth, we have some expectations. Taller they grow, higher the expectations we have from them, right? Yeah. And when they become teenagers and young adults, we kind of raise our expectations as a society, as parents. I think in the same way, as we grow in Christ, God expects a little bit more from us. Exactly. And, and that's just it. It's a growth process that discipleship is, becoming a disciple of Jesus is something that happens later in a Christian walk, not, not mm -hmm. necessarily further down, um, but after coming to Jesus. But it's something that everyone should expect their life to go towards. Um, and this process of spiritual growth is a process of trimming our unsanctified desires, our wrong expectations, uh, to trim the selfishness of our nature. Uh, for instance, the first uh, person who is the scribe comes to Jesus Christ, I want to follow you wherever you go. And Jesus says, and this is the second meaning that I will apply, if you expect to get some benefits from this, look, uh, the foxes have holes, the birds have nests, uh, I don't have even a place to, to lay my head. Mm -hmm. So practically, be careful what you expect from this. Yeah. Maybe they thought that this teacher one day will become the leader of the nation and they'll get a job into his kingdom. I'm trying to read this into, I don't want to say that this is exactly what that person thought. It's like a, yeah. a potential. In the same way, uh, the second one says, look, I want to postpone this. I want to push it later in my life. There is a time for everything, some people say, right? Now mm -hmm. it's time to enjoy life. Later is going to be time to, uh, to follow God. Uh, and Jesus said, no, do it right now. Leave uh, the dead to bear their dead and come and follow me. If they do not value what you plan to do, what, what I'm calling you to do, just let them in their own spiritual condition and you come and follow me. So what this passage is telling me about God today is that that God is not a God that that wants to be second place. He's mm -hmm. a God that desires to be first in our life. He's a God that does not have other gods before him. But even before that first commandment, there is the preamble to the 10th yeah. commandment that says, I am the Lord, your God. Yeah. God is offering Our God. himself, yes. Yeah. And after that says, just keep me, then add other uh, first priorities next to, to me. Yeah. How is this passage speaking to us today and what are we going to do about it? It spoke to me on both ends of the spectrum. Sometimes I might think, um, what's in it for me? What are my benefits? And let's mm -hmm. suppose that I am not a bad guy and I'm just looking for spiritual benefits. Yeah. But even those should not be blocking our relationship with Christ. Mm -hmm. I follow Christ for who he is for what he has done for us, for what he has done for the Father, to reveal the Father. 
I'm not going to follow Christ for my own benefits. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to to believe in God just to escape from the flames of hell or to get a better place in heaven, right? Not to sweep yeah. the streets of gold, but to just work on the roof or something else. Yeah, yeah. Um, and sometimes I might feel that I'm not ready today to make a big step out of faith. I'm not ready to go to the next stage of my spiritual experience. I like to postpone it. And the Lord says, do it and do it now. Mm -hmm. Let's pray. Father God, you desire us to do it and do it now. Mm -hmm. To be fully committed to you all in, to go where you lead. Father, I pray that we will be able to surrender everything, that you will become first in our lives, that, that we will grow in our Christian walk until the place where we desire to be your disciples. Amen. Not for reward or place, but to be close to you. Amen. For relationship and for communication. Father, be ever present in our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.